0: Salutation! Yeah. And welcome to the 39th episode of the In the House podcast. Yeah. The official podcast of Scouse's House Supporters Group, which is an official supporters group of two-time back-to-back back. champion back to back. Louisville City Football Club. I am your host, Evan Floyd. Yay! Yeah, and I'm really happy to be here tonight. Uh, I'm happy I survived my indoor soccer game.
1: (laughs) You look gassed,
0: I am gassed. (laughs) This is us recording after I've played a full game. And when I say i played a full game, I mean I had probably six three-minute shifts. But, uh, oh, and somebody's here, apparently. I wonder if that's a special guest that we don't know anything about. I hope so. Okay. Um... The dogs are excited anyway. They are. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to be here. This is our first off-season podcast, our first real weird. off-season podcast. Yeah. Uh, we don't have any game reviews. We don't yeah. have any game previews. Uh, so what you're getting here tonight is sort of an effort to stay caught up on the news and notes of the league. We're going to do a positional review tonight where okay. we talk about uh, the goalkeepers and what kind of season our goalkeeping squad had. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week we'll move on out to the uh, the center backs and then the full backs and okay. move up the field in that direction.
1: Do you think, intermittently, see here the the thing about the off season podcast that we do? Mm-hmm. I feel like it opens up. Well, while it's not frankly a long off season, no. Like, let's be honest. Um, we should do some weird stuff. I think Every now and then we should do some weird stuff.
0: I think it's gonna get weirder, and the only way I can I can think of to make it weirder is by welcoming in my my co-host. Well <laughs> and so I'm gonna welcome in my partner who is coming to you live tonight <laughs> from a hyperbaric chamber yeah. in in Manitoba. Yeah which is where we keep him in the offseason, a hyperbaric well, chamber to keep him fresh.
1: That's how I keep my
0: youthful good looks.
1: It's Andy Frederick, ladies Woo! and gentlemen. Andy. Andy.
0: Hello. Hey, hi.
1: Hello. I, I uh hyperbaric chamber. It sounds scary. It does. And the first time somebody was like we're going to put you in a hyperbaric chamber. Uh-huh. I would, I kicked and screamed. like they had to drag me into it. It's pretty nice.
0: Well, I mean it's the only way I can think to explain the fact that you're 109 years old.
1: Yeah. No, it's definitely it. I mean it's, it's
0: that it. or vampirism. So. We don't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> right on. Um well, Andy y- You can only bask in the glow of a championship for so long. I still am basking. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still basking.
1: I actually, um, I watched today during my normal work day. I sat and I was like, you know, I'm going to watch the highlights. Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch highlights again. And every, this is going to be cheesy as hell. Mm -hmm. Every time you watch Luke put it in. Oh. It still gives me goosebumps. Oh, hell it's like it, yeah. that was us winning a that was us making it USL history. Absolutely. That was it. And and it was completely awesome. Uh, to
0: give a little bit of structure to our shows for the offseason. Yeah. Uh, we're still gonna have purple stuff because yeah. that's gonna be the main thrust of our shows. is talking about any news, any yeah. notes that are yeah. trickling out of the organization. Uh, and so we may give things that are news that are less newsworthy than maybe would be during the season, mm-hmm. that sort of deal. As I say, we're going to do some positional reviews. After this show, we'll have two weeks. Off. We'll have a week off before our next one. We're. Yeah. Gonna, we, I, I spoke to Tom Farmer of the Coopers and of the Barrel Proof Podcast, and I believe that this will set us on an every other week rotation yeah. with the Coopers. Maybe a week where we need them to sub in for us, or a yeah. week where they need to... Where we need to sub in for them,
1: but there won't be any weeks without content.
0: We're going to do our damnedest yeah. to make sure there are no weeks where you don't get some Lou City podcast. Yeah, I get that it's not like the regular season where you might want ten to twelve hours, right? If you could right. get it, uh, I know I do. I mean, I personally will consume anything that there is that's Lou City oh, during yeah. the season. Um, but at least there'll be something mm-hmm. uh, just to keep your keep your foot in the door, keep your appetite wetted. And so it's. So, uh, what are we going to
1: start with? Because, you know, like when we sat down, mm-hmm. I even said, like, oh, let me get a quarter. We don't need a quarter. There is no game review preview. Right. Well, uh, if you want to review the championship game, <laughs> I guess we could. We could just do that every day. <laughs> every one of these, just
0: review the championship game. Um, no, I figured we'd do our. We'd, we'd kick things off with purple stuff. Okay. Then do the positional review. Okay. And uh, then any sort of banner that we had left over that we wanted to specifically talk yeah. about. Um, purple stuff, we've got a couple of player signings Woo. that have been announced uh, to two-year deals all, I believe. This was uh, announced on Soccer City Radio and uh, confirmed through mm-hmm. uh, Scott Stewart and uh, the loose City, uh, City Twitter account, I believe. Uh, so we know that we have got uh, Greg Ranjetsing. Yeah. We have got... Luke Spencer, yeah. Paolo Del Piccolo, and George Davis IV. Mm-hmm. We also know Brian Ownby. Whew. So that's a solid five to be starting with. Like, I feel really good that you can put a winning yeah. product on the field around those five players.
1: Yeah. And, well, I was reading on um, the USL website today... Um, the new and improved? The new and improved. Is it
0: improved? I haven't spent enough time on it yet to decide it's, if it's improved or it's, if it's just new.
1: I'm going to say improved, and I'm you can't see it, but I'm quoting as hard as I can. Okay. It's new. I can see it, and you're not doing that. I, there it is. It's very... It's improved. Okay. Um, But they were... And I didn't even think about this. I mean, we had only, you know with injuries and oh, yeah. setbacks this past season, and he was still easily one of the most dangerous players in the league. And probably the most dynamic player of the entire yeah. playoffs. so imagine going into next season with Brian Own on 11. Yeah. Well,
0: and I'm not positive anybody can do that for a full season. I think that that's going to be one of the real keys for uh, Coach Hackworth going into next year is, one, I think everybody wants to see a uh, – uh, a deeper roster from the beginning of the season. Yes. By the end of the year, we were as deep as any team in the league. Yeah, absolutely. And, and got to make good choices about who to have on the bench on any mm-hmm. given game. We weren't having to have, you know, two keepers on the bench, which is just ridiculous yeah, like right. we had to do for a couple of games. But, I mean, I think that it'll be important to see what kind of roster construction we have because, well, I agree – Seeing Brian Ownby start games all season and see him healthy and out there, you know, dominating and doing the special things that he can do is an exciting prospect. Mm -hmm. Uh, The scary part of that prospect is that he wears himself out. That maybe some of the reason why he's injury prone or has been in his career, or even if it's just unlucky, is because he plays so hard. Yeah. And so that puts you in the way of some wear and tear and of some, you know, collisions and some stuff. So... How Coach Hackworth uh, forms the rest of the roster mm-hmm. to be able to make sure that we can take advantage of the fact that Brian Ownby is one of the five to ten best players in right. the USL, but also to make sure that you know he's not you know wiped out by the end of the fourth game,
1: yeah,
0: because okay. he's played great in both playoff seasons. But I mean, if you look back to last year, prior to the playoffs last year, he was just a very good but not great player, or it seemed to be, except yeah. in spurts, yeah. And so uh, it seems like he's a streaky great player, mm-hmm. and this year he had two nice streaks—one in the U.S. Open Cup run, and then one in the USL Cup run. He's a
1: big game player. Yeah. Something tells me though, my gut—and I have no like actual hard evidence to base this on—my gut tells me we don't see that in him next season.
0: Yeah, it's possible. For one thing, you got to start. You got to start. You know. Figuring out what your career is going to be. Yeah. Because when you're 22 or 23 years old, the whole your whole career is in front of you. You're like, hey, I get to play professional soccer. Let me see if I can put some stats and put some good stuff on film. And right. of course I'll advance and I'll advance. And eventually I'll be, you know, Pele. But but uh, by the time you get to be 26, 27 years old, if you're still playing in the USL, you've got to really start thinking about what is what is my career arc going to look like. Right. And it's different for somebody like a George Davis IV, who is probably, I I won't say certainly because he's got a lot of gas left in the tank, obviously, as we just saw, but probably on the last of his major player contracts, he might sign a player-coach contract after that, but uh, he's had a very long and distinguished career in American soccer as far as these things go, and... uh, you got to start figuring out around that age. Mm-hmm. Hey, am I comfortable with the idea of I'm a USL player, or do I need to go play in fourth division Mexico or yeah. ninth division Denmark or whatever it is to try Does to Denmark make my mark? And I really couldn't say. I know they have a third division, but um, that's I, I believe that's what uh, Magnus was playing in. So,
1: oh,
0: right. uh, but no, it's great news that those guys have all signed. We're all really excited to see them get out there and play, but. The caveat to that is they are signed. That does not mean they it will be on our opening be, day roster.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Mark Anthony K was signed for yeah. this year with our team, and they sold him. Which brilliant. I mean, you know, go and that's part of what the USL is. Is a I mean, call a spade a spade. It's a great league and great teams, but it is a developmental league yeah. in some ways. It's it's Division Two. It is. And so uh, if guys get a chance to move up and play in a higher division, whether it's MLS or Liga MX or mm-hmm. somewhere in Europe, then good for them. Yeah. Uh, and so somebody, I think Greg the most likely of those guys, Brian maybe to an extent, but yeah. But Greg probably the most likely to have a shot to maybe sign for another club. Which, great that we got to sign him first, because this means either we're going to have the Greg Jetsing back, which... He's won two freaking USL Cups in a <laughs> yeah. row as the uh, as the starting keeper for our club. He's yeah. led us to championships. Yeah. If he's back, then wonderful. Or we sell him on up to a new club, mm-hmm. and uh, we will reap some financial benefits from that. And also, I still think that it's great that Mark Anthony K played so well for L.A. before he got hurt this year. Yeah. Uh, and I think that Greg would be a great representative us representative of uh, Louisville at the next level too if he if he got to make that jump.
1: What do you think Dobro does?
0: I think that completely depends on what Greg does. Yeah. If I, so, I, was... I, I, I don't have a I don't have perfect. Uh, let's save this for positional reviews on Dobro. Okay. Let's save Sorry. this for that. Sorry, no, hey, I was man. getting real. We're ready. that's what we're ready to talk about. All but right. uh, we got a couple other little bits and pieces okay. of news yeah. to shake out.
1: Just give me a crow flies at midnight.
0: Uh, I'll I'll, uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. Um, Number two was uh, the sale continues. So the half price, 70% off merchandise sale at Louisville Slugger Field continues. If you haven't been out there to try to score some sweet gear, get out there. I don't care if it's one star. I don't care if it's no stars. It's... So awesome. Blue City gear, and it's super cheap right now. Yeah. And that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Even if it is the one star, you can say, hey,
0: I was part of this team. I was, when it was part one of this star. when it was one star. And if it's the no star, man, I was a part of this from the beginning, you know? Uh, and some of the gear is really great. I'll, I'll tell you, I've got the, uh, I, I basically have everything you can have in terms of the gear. I mean, there are a couple of odd t shirts yeah. and jerseys that I never collected.
1: Yeah. But I've got most of the gear. Man, there's that uh, black zip-up jacket. It's all black, and it just has the crest on it. Yeah. Um, somebody in Scouse's house wears it. Well, who wouldn't? Who, I'm trying to, but it's somebody specific. And I can't think of who it is. I don't know. I don't know. But it looks great. Yeah. It looks great. Should and I would love look. to, yeah.
0: You're off tomorrow, aren't you? No. Oh, that stinks. No. Well... You should, you know, send a surrogate out to the Louisville Slugger Field try to find that in size small, medium. Yeah, Yeah. I'm a medium. Yeah. All right. No, but the sale continues. So uh, if you are listening to this on Wednesday when it should be published, Mm -hmm. because it is Tuesday night now, if you are listening to this on Wednesday, then Mm -hmm. uh, you should get your butt out there because uh, they extended the sale for basically one more day. Uh, I was told by a private source on uh, Monday that they were already running low of the good stuff and so uh, it's all good stuff get out there on Wednesday and yeah, buy I mean, your, buy your stuff
1: God forbid you have more Louisville City stuff before, right you now I, I like I said I've got basically
0: <laughs> I got basically everything uh, or some one of the versions of right. everything right and I'm happy about that I had my purple hat returned to me at long last really I did. The purple hat hath returneth. Where was it? It was at David's house. The O'Connells uh, had sense. taken it hostage. They wouldn't give it back to me wisely because the gray hat earned us, you know, a yeah. number of victories, including another USL Cup yeah. championship. So, I'm not mad at them. But I finally washed the clothes. Me
1: too. <laughs> crusty.
0: Yeah, I no, mean, they were they were damaged. Oh, They were damaged. I, I will say this. Uh, I don't know how much leeway I have to discuss the details, and so I'm not going to go into detail. But I, I was lucky enough to participate in a uh, a crowdsourcing event where we discussed what the new jerseys should look like for next year, yeah. the new kits. And so I've seen the prototypes mm-hmm. for what we expect them to be. Okay. I'm buying new jerseys next year, and yeah, I'm buying new jerseys next year, and if. I, and I'll try them out on a low key game, right? But I'm gonna wear them to a game and see if I can't. If if we get a convincing win, yeah. maybe I'll try to retire the
1: uh, golden white hoop. Yeah. Ge. You know I so I bought a kit or Humana, and it was the alternate away mm-hmm. kit, the all black with the purple sleeves. Uh-huh. And, right. Uh, good not, looking. Kit. Not my favorite
0: kit. I think you have to be six five to really pull it off.
1: Yeah. Well. Probably. But. Uh, looks great. The games that I wore it to, we either drew or lost. So you can't wear those things. You can't game. wear that. Maybe. Yeah. But now what I think I'm going to do, when the new ones come out, mm. I'll buy the home kit. Yeah, it's fire. But also continue the tradition of buying the road alternate. Smart. Smart. Right? Yeah. And just have it. I mean, that's the sort of thing you get to wear to pep rallies. That's the sort of yeah. thing you can
0: wear to preseason exactly. games. Exactly. Exactly. You can wear to important business meetings. Probably. (laughs) With a tie.
1: Yeah. I mean, frankly, in my job, I could probably get away with
0: doing that. You probably could. Um, So that's really cool. Get out and buy your stuff because it's it's worthwhile. And right now it is the appropriate price. Yes. The other piece of uh, purple stuff about uh, player signings, the City Twitter account today Mm -hmm. said that they hoped to have more announcements prepared to be able to be made today. They uh, as of two minutes before our, we went on the broadcast, they had not made any new announcements about new player signings. Yeah, so yeah. hope springs eternal for tomorrow. For tomorrow, uh, my understanding is that several of these guys were already on multi-year contracts, and uh, uh, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play the guessing game about this stuff. I'm gonna report it as it comes out, or I'm gonna speculate about what players I would like, not about right. what I think might be their contract statuses.
1: I'm gonna down the road when stuff is is more solidified when mm-hmm. like rosters when we're getting an actual idea of what our rosters going right. look like I'm gonna ask you a question and remind me to do this okay I'm gonna ask you the question are you more excited about who's coming back mm-hmm. or who it looks like we're gonna sign new yeah I'm gonna ask that question because one of the things we've talked about a lot is hackworth's access to a lot of there's some really nice talent that he's got. Incre- yeah
0: yeah uh philip durbin is a great follow on twitter mm-hmm. and we'll get to that for you here in a couple of minutes i know that our viewing public i've i've legitimately been getting text messages <laughs> and tweets asking has Andy got it yet is oh, it, can man. i follow him multiple people have asked me where where this is when it will happen and so we'll discuss that later but uh Philip Durbin is a great person to follow on Twitter in terms of he knows this stuff. Right. Like, what players are available, what players are likely to be signed, who has played for Hack in the past, who has contracts expiring, who plays positions of scarcity. Great font of information when it comes to all this. And so I'm leaving that to somebody who knows way better than I do about these things. And so uh, maybe we'll try to have Philip on the podcast at some point this offseason and he can sort of walk us through it. And uh, if uh, one of the other podcasts has already claimed him because he really is the go-to guy for that, huh. uh, then we'll just call in Scott and he can make stuff up. Yeah, that sounds good. No, Scott knows too, uh, but Scott's <laughs> just not allowed to say.
1: Whereas Philip
0: and whereas Philip is allowed to speculate. Yeah. Right. Um, no, it's uh, it's unfortunate that uh, we didn't get that news today because well, here's the thing is I don't know why you say. We think we'll be announcing it today and then not do it. Like at that point, just don't say anything.
1: No, I mean I get it. When did they say that when did they say? Like like, we think we're gonna announce something. I think it was like eleven o'clock this morning. Okay, at eleven a.m. Like, let's face it, a lot can happen between eleven and when we started. That's totally fair. You know what I mean? Like they could have had that news and then something changed. Yeah. And it could be something just like completely awesome. Yeah. That they can't like really say about me anymore. You know what I mean? So I'm
0: not, I'm not hating on. Them. That's totally fair. Okay, uh, other pieces of purple stuff: some postseason honors being handed out. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, Luke, which we failed to mention, Luke was named MVP of the USL Cup final, and that was well deserved. Uh, I, I know figure. that. I know that Greg is up for po- save of the postseason. Mm-hmm. Cam is up for goal of the postseason I think for his. Got uh, it. Did he w- end up winning
1: it? Yeah. And was uh, it. 40%. You know who's at 33%? I'm going to go with Didier Drogba. Yep. Yeah, that's not shocking. Because he scored a banger, and he's
0: the most famous player in our league. I don't give a shit. No. I, I don't either. Sorry. Uh, so that's where we're at. I think that's that's most of the actual purple stuff that I've got right now. If anything else occurs to me, I will uh, pass it along. But...
1: I even tried, going into tonight, I even tried to look up stuff for purple stuff. Oh, yeah? And we covered it. In about two sentences. Sure. Everything, like the USL website. Yeah. And it's not it's not bad. Okay. Like, let's be honest. It's not bad. I haven't fiddled around
0: with it yet. I wasn't ever thrilled with the old one, and so if there are any improvements, I will be happy because it was tough to find the information you wanted. It's, it's
1: still... It's a little improved, but you still have is to it, do some hunting.
0: Is there actual uh, mechanical improvements, or is it just all aesthetics? It's 90% aesthetics. Okay. Well, I'll... I'll, I'll diddle around on there for a while and we'll see what I can find. There's a lot
1: of the addition of leagues. Sure. That kind of thing. Which you figured there would be. Sure. Um, There's a lot of like championship league is blah blah like three paragraphs and it's like we don't need we don't need this. We know what's going on here. Okay. That's it.
0: Alright. Well let's move on to our player our our positional review. Uh, This is uh Remember that this is going to be 70 to 80% opinion-based. Yeah. Uh, we will throw some factoids in there, but uh, mostly it's going to be just sort of what we saw from the guys this season, what we hope to see from them going forward, what we expect about their contract statuses and right. their likelihood of joining the team again next year, uh, that sort of thing. So uh, we're going to start by kicking off with goalkeepers. Yeah. Uh, three goalkeepers on the overall roster going into this season, and uh, the first thing that we have to say about Mr. Hubbard is that he uh, did not see any action at all. So uh, while he made a couple of rosters, 18-man rosters, four games to dress, that was purely because of a shortage in outfield players. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I don't think even when Greg was at his uh, worst with the hip, I don't think that Hubbard was ever the backup on the bench. No. He may have been for the first game after, after Greg got hurt. But mostly Hubbard would have been in there for, uh, for practices and uh, trying to improve. And I sometimes wonder what the season must have been like for him in particular because when you sign on to be a third goalkeeper, uh, you know what you're getting. You know, yeah. he, you know, you're probably not going to see much playing time, that there, your chances are small. Even if you think, hey, I'm really great and I'm going to show them, I'll, I'll pass somebody on the depth chart. Even if that's how you go in with that mentality. Uh, he also had to have really expected he was coming here to play for a championship level team, but also to be developed by Coach ha- uh, by yeah. Coach O'Connor yeah. and by Coach Sutu, who is a tremendous goalkeeping coach and a... a You know, a more established USL commodity Mm -hmm. in James O'Connor. Hackworth's a more established national commodity, obviously. Mm -hmm. But uh, when you sign on to play with a specific coach, knowing you're not going to get any playing time, then that means you're expecting to be coached up by that coach you selected. Because he was a really nice player at Notre Dame, had a chance to go a lot of places, I'm sure and chose to come to Louisville, and if he chose to come here as a third keeper, that means he probably chose to come here for Coach O'Connor and Coach Sutu.
1: So you think that he came into the season, he signed on, came into the season, do you think that he was just fully expecting to never get any playing time at all?
0: I don't think any professional athlete really looks at it that way. I think every professional athlete, every good professional athlete thinks yeah, maybe these guys are good, but they haven't seen me, you know, I'm sure that there's some part of that because you got to have that competitive all world nature in the back of your head. Yeah. But I don't know if the guy's got an agent. I don't know if he's got parents who are supportive or parents who are realistic, but somebody has got to be in his ear saying there are two really good, really established goalkeepers ahead of you in the pecking order. Your chances at getting a real playing time are minimal. Right. Uh, Unless you just completely wow the hell out of everybody, mm-hmm. you're not going to jump over those two guys. So, barring a bunch of injuries, chances are you are not going to get in the games. You got to have some, even if he is complete faith in himself, you got to have a little bit of that in the back of your head. You yeah. got to. Yeah. And so that means he came here for O'Connor and Sutu, and then halfway through the season, he doesn't have those guys. And then I have no doubt that George Davis, Paolo del Piccolo, and Luke Spencer did a phenomenal job as the triumvirate. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much goalkeeping coaching they could do. No. And so that means that really he's, that for a couple of weeks, I know they brought in uh, a local coach to help, uh, but for a couple of weeks that means that, you know, it was really working with Greg and Tim and hoping that that sort of thing rubbed off. Or uh, that they had drills or that Coach Sutu and Coach O'Connor had put in place a, a, a program that mm-hmm. he could continue on. Uh, I don't know if he'll be back. I think that's going to depend a lot on what Greg and Tim end up doing. And then also, Hackworth could have his own guy. Yeah. That's the other bit. Goalkeeping is, a, is very much, a, that's maybe the strongest relationship between coach and player. Yeah. Is a coach and his keeper. And so Hackworth might have a guy out there right now that we've never heard of or that, you know, played for him as a 17-year-old or played for him in college or that's, whatever.
1: Ten-foot that, wingspan. Or, man or, or
0: a backup in at Philadelphia who's still kicking around the league that he really liked, you right. know, who he's he's already planning on bringing in. We don't know that. Uh, and so I hope that Hubbard gets a chance because uh, everything I heard about him in the preseason was how right. this guy is really, really good. And uh, what I was told before the season started was that he was going to challenge for playing time. But uh, that never materialized. I
1: wonder what happened.
0: I mean, it could have been any number of things. Yeah. A, Dobro and Greg may have just improved to that level. B, maybe he was a uh, workout warrior, and then once the you know play started, it was like, well, maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. Not me. But I'll tell you this, that he didn't get any playing time, so we never got to see him fully active. And that's a shame just because, you know, it's tough to be a pro athlete and never see the field. So tough on him. Uh, If he doesn't get a chance again with us, I hope he gets a chance next year as a backup. I know that happened for Micah Bledsoe last Mm -hmm. year, who, uh, you know, was our third keeper last year. Yeah, Ended up signing on and getting to be the backup in St. Louis. So, you know, uh, it can happen a lot. It can happen. It's also got to be a
1: weird feeling to have not seen any playing time during a season on a team that wins the US championship like, oh, sweet.
0: Well, uh. you could tell from the <laughs> celebrations of both cups. Cool. Those guys are there every day working their ass off in yeah. practice. Those guys are, even if they aren't necessarily winning games for the team on the field, they're making the team practice harder. They're helping the team be able to prepare more drills. You are just as integral to the team... Yeah. As some of the players you might have seen the field this year, just by how you can help prepare the team to win. Yeah. And uh I'm sure that the coaching staff instills that in them also that, you know, this is a, a full team.
1: I have a theory. Okay. Lay it on me. That they gave him keys to everyone's apartment. Okay. And every now and then, once a week, he'd pick one guy mm-hmm. and sneak into his apartment or house or wherever. And punch him in the stomach. Oh my god. And when he woke up, he'd be like, You gotta be. Wow! You gotta be ready for anything.
0: Constant vigilance. That
1: was his. I that was it. his. That was his goal. That was it. his. That was his job. That's why we won the USL championship again. <laughs> Thank you. Right? Yeah. Thank you, Hubbard.
0: Um, but I mean, that's really all I have to say about Hubbard. So, uh, obviously, the backup for the vast majority of the season was Tim Dobrovalski. Dobro. Dobro. Big cat. He uh, he, taken care of business for us. He we, played wonderfully uh, in the field.
1: U.S. Open Cup.
0: Yeah, he played five U.S. Open Cup matches. Obviously, we won four of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he played well. I think there were two clean sheets in there for him, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, those were against some of our, well, one of the lower-level opponents, and then one against, uh, yeah. you know, higher-level opponents. So, I'm really, really... I've always felt Tim could be the keeper for this team and that we wouldn't fall off the face of the earth. Right. That uh, if you said Greg is coming out and Tim's going in, I never felt panicky. I never no. felt like this is ruining our chances. That, that was obviously the case uh, in the game against Ottawa on September yeah. 22nd. Greg hurts the hip. Or the oblique, or whatever the the side thing that he uh, he, was that he sometimes tweaks. Clearly in pain. Yes, uh, and uh, and that's
1: the thing about keepers is that they don't, everybody else on the field flops.
0: Yeah, keepers don't no. keepers never flop, and if so you're hurt, you see a keeper be in pain, hurt. it's yeah. like oh, so this
1: dude's actually in pain right now. This is an actual <laughs> injury.
0: Um, but he came in and played that game. And yeah. held on for the win there, and then uh, played the next three games for us afterwards, while Greg was still recovering. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he went two and one with two wins and a loss. Uh, I didn't didn't get any clean sheets in there, but also played well enough for us to win games, which yeah. is all anybody can ask for uh, for for, for a yeah, keeper. Um, in the U.S. Open Cup, he played well, a bit adventurous. Sweeper-keeper. Yeah, he's. I think he has more of that in him than he Greg does. does. He does. He likes the ball at his feet, and sometimes that's nerve-wracking for the fans. Mm-hmm. I think that if he was going to tighten up one area of his game, in
1: my uninformed opinion... Uh, you could say... Somebody's going to debate me on this. Somebody's going to get pissed about this. But you could say that... Because I agree with you. He does like the ball at his feet. And you could almost, I would argue that that cost us two goals. You're not wrong. At the end, yeah, in our Open Cup run.
0: Well, frankly, I think it cost us three goals throughout our Open Cup run. Two in the Chicago Fire game and one in the... Those are the ones uh, I'm talking about. Yeah. And and that's fine. Like, some of that is the case with a keeper who's going to be a little more adventurous coming out after the ball. Is maybe they save, but you just got to hope they save the equivalent number of goals by coming out and being aggressive. Right. Um, it's the fad in world soccer right now to have a keeper who's more comfortable to play with the ball at his feet, more comfortable coming out after the ball uh, than just a pure shot stopper, mm-hmm. which for a long time was the That's ideal it. mold yeah. of a keeper. Uh, and I think Dobro's got a little more of that in him than Greg does. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he needs to tighten up some aspect of his game, it's the decision-making on when to be aggressive. you got to have that. you got to yeah. be able to control that and channel it. But... Again, if we go into next season and he's our starting goalkeeper going into game one, I'm gonna feel like all right, we got another chance. Yeah. We got a chance at this again.
1: And he's so, got a great nickname. He does Dobro Dobro's a great
0: nickname. Really solid shortening. I mean, that's yeah. just really good. Uh, he's also super nice. I haven't. We never got to interview any no. of keepers, which we'll we'll try to remedy. But um, he. Uh, he was at a number of events. Like he was very accessible, mm-hmm. and uh, every one of them, I found him charming and uh, and polite and engaging. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's a nice thing. It's always it's, it's always, which, in my experience, was not necessarily Greg's strong suit. Uh, Greg, by all accounts of people who actually know him, mm-hmm. wonderful human being, great teammate, great friend. To the public at large, he's a little more aloof yeah. than uh, than some of the other guys, and and that's not a bad thing. You're mm-hmm. all, you're completely allowed to be that, and uh, you know they don't owe me anything other than really good play on the field, right. and he provided that in spades. So let's talk about Greg.
1: Okay.
0: Greg started the first uh, nineteen 20, 20 games of the season. Mm-hmm. Played the every fame. played every minute. Uh, after chopping off the hair,
1: yeah, let's go ahead and put that out there.
0: Yeah, fresh fade, and and we were worried that he was like Samson, <laughs> and that he would no longer be as powerful without the uh, without the man bun. But it You're turns right. out, no, we were wrong. The results were exactly the yeah. same. A championship. He had thirteen clean sheets on the mm-hmm. season. Obviously, the defense went through a bunch of adjustments and yeah. system changes, and that that takes a toll on a keeper. It absolutely does. You're, it... you're relying on your keeper to not only be the shot stopper back there, but also to be the general of the defense, mm-hmm. and if the general is having to learn new system after new system, get used to adjusting to different personnel, that's rough.
1: Yeah. I mean, if anything, it shows his ability to deal with adversity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Going from... All kinds of different back lines, all kinds of different players on back lines. I mean that was a lot to yeah, it was a lot to deal with. Yeah. To wrap your head around. And then also stop balls from going in your goal.
0: Right. And he uh, it felt to me, and I don't have any information about this, this is again all of that, that personal, personal opinion. wild conjecture. Wild conjecture. <laughs> we stand in Scouse's house where we are, you know, like 18 feet away from Greg mm-hmm. when he's in the uh, when he's in that particular goal. It felt to me like there was a lot of stretching and twisting this season in comparison yes. to years past, which led to some discussion between us and some of the other scouts' house, Faithful, about whether or not there was some sort of uh, injury, but not even injury, just sort of a ding, a knock, yeah. that he maybe had to deal with through most of this season. How old is Greg? Greg is 25
1: years old. Remember, when you were twenty five. No, I don't. God, <laughs> I don't remember being twenty five.
0: I imagine I was a jerk, but I mean beyond Probably. that, I don't remember. You weren't nearly as good a goalkeeper. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, and sadly, I was a better goalkeeper than I am now. <laughs> but uh, still, no, no. not world class. I wasn't an international. No, no. Uh, Greg mostly doesn't play the U.S. Open Cup matches because. Uh, he's an international player Mm -hmm. and so would count against our international grouping, but also because it's a nice chance to get another real good keeper, some game time and to get your starter some time off. And so uh, they took advantage of that by having Dobro start all of the games. Mm -hmm. They could maybe have done a little bit of maneuvering to get him in for that Chicago Fire game uh, to start your top flight keeper. But again, I'm not positive that the drop off is enormous between Greg and Tim. Yeah, Uh, But I know that I always felt best when Greg was in goal. Yeah. And that... We also
1: it, went further than we ever had the U.S. Open Cup. Right. And we were the last USL team in the Open and Cup. How do so it's not like we did terrible.
0: And how do you tell Dobro, hey, you're not playing. Thanks for getting us here. But, right. You know, exactly. So, and also, you get to play a Nile or, you know, a uh, Magnus. Yeah. Some of the guys that got some U.S. Open Cup run. that We wouldn't have been able to get out on the field if we hadn't, uh, right. if we hadn't been subbing Greg off. So... I thought that he played really well. He has moments of real, true, inspired brilliance, mm-hmm. which is fun to watch as a uh, as a fan of the game. Yeah. I mean, the save on the deflection in the final is a great <sighs> example of it, oh where gosh. if you're leaning, if your balance is even a little wrong, if your concentration is even a little off, uh, if your wrist is even a little, uh, you know, gimpy, mm-hmm. You're not going to make that save. He had perfect timing, perfect dive, strong wrist, and that's a special save. It takes me back to the New York Red Bulls conference final last year. Oh, yeah. On the penalty that came around the corner. And, I mean, people think about the PKs. People think about Brian Ombi's goal. Mm -hmm. But that was the play of the game. Yeah. Uh, That was what made the difference because that should have been a goal. Yeah and uh, he made a tremendous save on that. He makes a number of tremendous saves. Yeah. Obviously, the PKs are another prime example of that. Yeah.
1: Also, it's got to feel good if you're if you're a keeper in a professional league to be able to say, you know what, no matter what that one game I blocked a free kick from
0: Drogba. Yo, I mean, he'll get to take that with him forever. Absolutely, like Drogba thought he could sneak one Drogba past me. You can just me. see Grandpa Greg, Grandpa <laughs> Greg out on the porch. You know, old oh, Drogba thought he could sneak one pie <laughs> your grandpa, but Pappy said no. So look at his eye. I don't know what kind of. Uh, Why
1: is he all of a sudden a Southerner? <laughs> I don't know. Greg,
0: he's lived in Louisville for too long at this point. After his 36 consecutive USL championships for uh, for Louisville City. He's still playing at sixty one. Like I got this. It's gonna be a lot of stars. It was, it's a lot of tattoos. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to that moment. Yeah. Tonight. But uh, I think that Greg had a really nice season. I think that it was a more consistent season than he's had in the past. Mm-hmm. In a more challenging year. Uh, yeah. I think that he deserves a chance at the next level, but he may be a little bit like Mitch Hildebrand was with Cincinnati where Mitch got the call up after his really nice mm-hmm. season to play in MLS, but he hasn't ever gotten any real traction there. He's been a backup in Atlanta. He's been bouncing back down to the USL team and then the practice squad and then not getting a lot of minutes.
1: Yeah,
0: I'd like to see Greg get to go somewhere where he's really going to play, and I don't know how many opportunities there are for that. I don't know how many starting spots there are available in MLS this year. A lot of conjecture has been about whether he might not go and play with uh, Coach James O'Connor in Orlando, because you as say we that say, I got
1: anybody on our team.
0: Yeah, but as might. I just said, there's a big connection between a, a starting goalkeeper yeah. and his coach. And Orlando City was such a dumpster fire that <laughs> yeah. you know they could they need reinforcements of some kind. Yeah, they really do. And so um, I don't know. I don't know if that's likely or not. Again, we've signed him to a two year deal, and I'm gonna take that at face value. That means he's coming back. I. But it doesn't necessarily. No, do.
1: it doesn't. And I actually I fell down the rabbit hole of Reddit, like you do. As happens. Um, and somebody on the Louisville City subreddit said, um, and it, it was like a worst case scenario. Like, what if? Because somebody mentioned Greg's signed with the team for the next two years. Sure. Awesome. And then somebody commented, well, just because he signed, I mean, somebody could buy him out of that contract. Right. And like, and so, worst case scenario, Greg signs again. Dobro leaves because he, there's some... Greg's back. Because Greg's back. Somebody picks up Greg after that, and then we have no keeper. Yeah. And yeah. reading that... I don't know who it was. I don't even remember the username. Obviously, it was somebody that we... Chances are, it's somebody that we know. I mean, the Seems only people like on we'll yeah. see subreddit would be people that we know. But, like, my heart sank, and I was like, holy crap.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, that's, that's true. But, I, again, I think that it's important to remember that this is... That we do not exist in a vacuum. We are so used to the idea that our guys come back. Yeah. Like, we have had such roster consistency, especially from last year to this year. But really, I mean, we've still got four guys on our squad who were on our original squad. Yeah. This is, it's not necessarily normal to have so much consistency with a roster in second division soccer. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would not be that unusual to have to overhaul your goalkeeper spot. And Coach Hackworth is the exact right hire to be able to do that. Yeah. Because. Every goalkeeper in the country under the age of twenty that's excellent, he knows him. Yeah. And every goalkeeper that in the country that played in MLS for you know the during his reign in Philadelphia, he knows him. Yeah. And every goalkeeper that played in the ACC when he was coaching college soccer, he knows him. He's got a big broad broad range of yeah. the keepers that he will know and be able to bring in if it were to go down that worst-case scenario. Gun to my head, I think that uh, we will see Hubbard and Greg leave, that Dobro will go into camp as our presumptive starter, and then we'll see who gets signed on. And if it's, some, if it's a big-name, Hackworth, you know, disciple, mm-hmm. then we can expect that that'll be the starter over Dobro. And that if it's a uh, small name, you know, guy that has been scouted and that he likes, but then I think
1: you bring him in as depth and you go with Dobro. So forward. you like the odds of standing in Scouts' house next season, chanting Tim's our keeper. I would be perfectly happy doing that.
0: And again, I got no information on this. Tim right right this moment might be going. You know, there's zero chance I'm going back to Louisville City. I gotta go be a starter somewhere, and I'm not positive that'll ever happen here. Maybe he's thinking that right now, but Tim, <laughs> I, think the mo- I think the most likely scenario is, is that Greg gets a chance in another league, and that Dobro resigns mm-hmm. or or continues on his contract. I don't know if he was on a three year deal because this is only his third year with the season, yeah, or third season with the team. And so I think that we go into camp with Tim as the presumptive starter, and I'll feel really good about our chances with that. All right. That's our goalkeeping. Positional review. Next week we'll talk about center... Or next show, two weeks from now, we'll talk about center backs. So we'll have a little fun talking uh, Paco, Alexi, Sean Tosh, and I'm going to put Pat McMahon in there also because he's sort of got some positional options. All people that have been on the show. Yeah, this is going to be one we know a little better. So, yeah, uh, yeah, all
1: people that have been on the show. Yeah, we, we talked to the entire back line,
0: Frankly, so. all sweethearts. Let's, Complete I mean, and <laughs> utterly wonderful. Yeah. Oh, man. So look forward to that. Yeah. But uh, now we're going to chit-chat a little bit about two things and these are Scouse's house in the house. Uh, this is sort of inside chatter here. Yeah. This is inside if you're not a regular listener and you happen to have tuned into this one you you may gonna get... This
1: is not going to give you any if insight you into the local city football club a Michael Scott moment and we're like I love inside jokes. I can't wait to be a part of one more. Right. Now this the time. is your time. This
0: yeah. is it. This is the moment. Uh first we'll talk about tattoos. Yeah. Saw hacks.
1: Looks great. Looks
0: great. Saw lances. Looks great. Looks great. Yeah. I haven't been on Twitter as much as I generally am over the last week. It's been a very busy week with yeah. the holidays coming up and some party stuff and holidays, man. They'll do it to you every time. Work's just been a, you know, madhouse, yeah. so uh haven't been on Twitter as much as I like to be. And so I haven't gotten to see some of the other people who I know were planning on getting tattoos, mm-hmm. who might have gotten them, who might not have. That who else is big...
1: planning on getting tattoos? I
0: heard some rumors about Kevin Kernan. I've heard. Really. Some... Yeah. All right. Uh, I've heard some. Uh, I've heard some rumors about some other guys, okay. but uh, the main kicker is I haven't gotten to get online and see. I've already seen some of the people out in the Luke community who've got them, mm-hmm. who who already had them, so. Uh, Good on them, but yeah. uh, we made a deal. We did. We said that we would be getting tattoos for the team. Yeah, and uh, we followed through. We really did.
1: We followed. I'll through. be honest with you. Um, I'm very proud of you for doing this. Oh shucks, yours is good. Thanks, it's a man. good tattoo. It's a good first tattoo. I Evan, appreciate it. Evan uh, originally was going to get the full. Crest with I was. two stars. I was gonna go full crest, two stars. And then he kinda went down the uh I don't want to say you followed in the footsteps of Hackworth, but you did kind of the same thing where you you came up with your own idea.
0: Well, uh, if I'm if I'm completely honest, mm. uh Neither my mother nor my wife loved the idea of me getting the uh, the full crest. Really, and while I don't let either of them make my decisions you for me, talk to them anymore. I, I'll, I'll cut them out. <laughs> uh, but no, beyond that. Um, no, it's my first tattoo, right. and you don't want to make like a huge mistake with right. your first tattoo. And while I'm proud of what Lou City did the last two years, and I'm proud to be a fan, and I intend to be a fan forever. Yeah. And even if the team folds tomorrow, I'll still right. love the team, and uh, I'll be proud of what they accomplished. But uh, the main reason why I became a fan of this team is because I'm a fan of this city, mm-hmm. and the the game of soccer. And so uh, I uh, I I downshifted. Yep. But
1: I'm still pleased with how related to the team my 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 tat is. You know what? I don't even consider it downshifting. I think when you say I downshifted, I think you're doing it a disservice. There you you took something that is so personal to you and you made it very personal. That's what I think you did. You you modified it to be something that was very personal to you.
0: And so I got the least unique tattoo there is in the city of Louisville. I got a fleur de Lis. I got the specific fleur-de-lis from the logo. Mm-hmm. So of all of the fleur-de-lis uh, options there are out there, you I went with one? the one yeah. off of the crest. I got it in purple. I got it in purple and black, mm-hmm. and then I got the two stars over the top of it in gold. It I looks great. I appreciate that. I'm very pleased with how it turned out. It was my first one. It didn't yeah. it uh, you know, it doesn't tickle, but it's not it's also not no, the, I don't. No. It's not nearly the pain that I was concerned about. <laughs> Uh, my tattoo artist at Acme on uh, on Bardstown Road, Woo! Uh, they did a great job. She uh, Her name was Grace, I yes. believe, and she is new to town from Boston, yeah. and she was wonderful. Um, I loved the design she drew for me, and that's why I felt confident letting her, you know, Put a permanent mark on my body. She was quick too. Yeah, I got it. I got in and out of there in under an hour. Yeah. In terms of uh, my tattoo time, and yeah. it's not a small tattoo. It's it's oh. a reasonably sized yeah. uh, piece of work. Uh, some cool shading. I'm 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 excited about it. Uh, I'll post a picture onto my Twitter. I, yeah. I, I I've delayed the I've delayed the uh, reveal until A we talked about it mm-hmm. and B until the some of the swelling had gone down. Yeah. Uh, I, I suffered very little damage, as far as these things go. The
1: thing is, I've you know, I have multiple tattoos, and I know people with multiple multiple tattoos, and tattoo artists, and everybody says the same thing. It doesn't matter how tough you are, tattoos hurt. Like it doesn't. I don't care how like <laughs> right yeah. So, but it wasn't that bad. I told you I wasn't do that.
0: Bad. No, I mean I wasn't sitting there grimacing or crying. It was, no, uh, but uh, you know I'm proud. I got it. I like it. I don't have any immediate plans to get anything else. Yeah, you do. I really don't. You but uh, I'm also not opposed to it if there's something else coming up, I hope that I have to get many, 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 many more stars. Yeah. But that's really it. Um, so that was my tattoo experience. Uh, the second person in our uh, two bourbon tattoo pact, mm-hmm. uh, Brad Estes, president of the team. Mm-hmm. He tried very hard. He did. To try to be able to meet up with us. And when uh, when he had gone to Tattoo Charlie's for the Hack and Lance event, I thought that that meant that he would get his while he was there. I just assumed it meant that. Right. I don't think that he's picked a design yet, which was part of it. But, <laughs> but secondarily, uh, when I texted and said, Hey, man, if you want to get your tat, go ahead. He said, My pact was with you guys. And so we worked really hard to try to be able to get him to come out but uh, the unfortunate bit was he's got some beach time ahead of him, well deserved beach time. Ahead of him. Definitely deserved. And so uh, he didn't want to be out in direct, uh, you know, no, tropical that's sunlight. Move. That's a smart move. Some direct tropical sunlight with uh, and out in the beach with you know saltwater lapping over it mm-hmm. for the for the right after he'd gotten it. He still says that he intends to go get it. Uh, and I believe that people have been posting online and suggestions for him about what he, he should said he get. was going to get it on his calf. Wasn't he? I, I do not remember that to be honest yeah. with you.
1: There it was at the after party. It was like the after party. That was, that was like way more than two the Yeah. Um, yeah. He said he was going to get it on his calf. Well, that's, that's a good place for it. Yeah.
0: Uh, I got mine on my left shoulder. Yeah. Uh, and so, Brad, uh, good on you. and I'm sure that uh, whether it's today or tomorrow or a year from now, I'm sure Brad will follow through. He'll do it. So. It's
1: Brad. He'll do it. Come
0: exactly. Uh, the third member of our two bourbon tattoo pact. Yeah. Andy Frederick. Woo! Said he'd get the crest. He got the damn crest. I got
1: the crest, bud.
0: The whole crest. It's, it's frankly, it's rather Lance... Lance sized. It's similar in
1: size. I have not seen Lance's.
0: Oh my gosh, I haven't. I didn't know that.
1: I'll have I to pull it up it.
0: for you so you can see it. Now he went full color. Okay. Uh, and he went outside of the arm. Okay. Where mine is. Yeah. And it is much larger than mine. It's basically sh- top of the shoulder to top of the elbow. All right. And uh, he wisely saved room in the middle of the two stars for a third star, yeah. like you can see. He made a plan. Yeah. Uh, His is lovely. I like it a lot. It's the crest, you know, and it
1: was well done. Yours is not that. Take it away. Mine, um, so in deciding placement for mine, I thought it only appropriate that I put it on the opposite side of my arm that I have. I have the state of Kentucky. Yep. With the words, the sun shines bright. Yeah. Over it. And I thought it was only fitting that I put the crest on the other side of that. Sure. And so that's what I did. On the inside of your bicep. The inside of my bicep. um, And it is black. it's It's black like your soul. I went black because on this arm. Everything's black. My sleeve is, when it's fully sleeved, will all be black. The other arm will be color. This arm will be black. I went black with this one. And it'll end up being the half-sleeve dedicated to the Kentucky. city of Louisville and the yeah. state of Kentucky.
0: And it is, it is, there is a lot, a lot of color on there.
1: Mine was, yours was 45 minutes. Mine was about four hours.
0: Yeah. His has got a lot more total ink on
1: it yes. than mine does. Um, I went to, I also went to Acme, but I went to the guy that I always go to, John Haas. Yeah. You... If you have an idea for a tattoo, I'm going to give him a give him a shout out cuz I have to. If you if you have an idea for a tattoo, go see John at Acme, tell him what it is, he'll blow your mind. And it is there
0: awesome. there's some really impressive shading on this tattoo mm-hmm. where uh, it I the initial design I saw, I didn't really get it because it's it's black on black in some sections where the bourbon barrel and the uh, fleur de lis are both black. And yet you can still see the floor through it. It's mm-hmm. pretty It's pretty freaking cool. It is tender. Let me tell you, bud. I it believe it. It is tender. <laughs> I have been following the instructions on how to care for my yeah. first ever tattoo. This is like your 18th. I think this
1: is my 12th.
0: 12th tattoo. This is my first one. Yeah. So I have been religiously following the instructions.
1: You know, even on my 12th one, I still religiously follow instructions because that's how you keep your tattoos around for a long time. I understand well, we did it, man. I'm proud of us. Hey, tattoos. We said we'd do it. We did it. That's this. So I've been keeping a tally of things that you and I have said we were going to do in our life. Yeah, that we've actually done. And that's the first one. No, it's the <laughs> second one. Okay, This was the podcast was the first one. We did say we would do this, this podcast, is the second
0: one. and we are doing it. So. Uh, Really pleased with it. Really pleased with how they turned out. As I say, I'll, uh, once we get off the air here, I'll take pictures of Andy and I's tattoos and we'll yeah. put them online. Uh, but that's the other bit of news that we need to discuss right now, which is uh, your Twitter account, man. Yeah. You announced on the air last week that yeah. you were going to be doing a Twitter account. I'm going to. We are now a week since then. Uh, because I
1: wanted... Yeah, I wanted to know... You
0: wanted to collect the names of some of the... Uh, suggestion, because I am
1: really... Uh, uninventive. I'm the least imaginative person on the planet, so... That's not necessarily true. When it comes to clever things. All right, well, I
0: reached out. I put it out both in the podcast and then on Twitter. Yeah. To see if people had suggestions for uh, what you should get, Mm -hmm. or what uh, what your handle should be. Yeah. And uh, people came through with some nice suggestions, yeah. and so, so I'm going to read some of the favorites that okay. uh, that we got here. Uh, we got uh, from our boy Lance. He suggested way too fit Andy, <laughs> because uh, Lance feels like uh, you maybe put spend a little more time in the gym than is nece- Specifically necessary. What he doesn't know is that I'm
1: actually my goal is to look like Lance. Uh, it's just everybody's to be a, goal. A bear of a human. Uh, dude,
0: when you see this, when you see his tat. It's going to give you a whole new appreciation for those pythons he's got hanging off his shoulders. That's my... Some big arms. Uh, We also got... uh, This one's... Technically, this one's from me. And so I'm going (laughs) to... From Oscar to Paco, which uh, which I I particularly like. Yeah. uh, From Oscar to Paco. um, We got... uh, Just... Woo!
1: Which is your that uh, one never even really occurred to me until I saw it. I was like, God, I do that every time. Every show, (laughs) woo.
0: So woo is an option. Uh, From El Presidente Estes, we did get suggestions of uh, Frank's love child, (laughs) (laughs) because uh, as every loyal listener knows, Andy's dad Frank is a uh, a ladies' man of epic proportions. You have no idea. It's ridiculous. And uh, also uh, from Brad was uh, coming to you live, yeah. which is really solid. That's really good. That may be my favorite of the options. Um, we also got uh, gorillas, not snakes, <laughs> which is a throwback to the early yeah. uh, to the early days of the podcast. That's a good one. Uh, intrepid train traveler, mm-hmm. which is tough to say. But uh, it was a cool idea. I do
1: like alliteration, too.
0: And it is some nice alliteration and also a throwback to the pod where you, yeah. uh, where you referenced... Or, or explained it, how I'm in, in all these places. How yeah. you are coming to us live. Uh, that glory moment, because uh, there were about four shows in a row where you were talking about... The uh, glory moment. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, finally there was... Also, there was uh, I'm also in the house. I'm also in the house, because this is the In the House podcast, yeah. and you are also here. Yeah. So, uh, those, were the, those were the suggestions that I specifically got. Uh, if anybody tweeted one to me that I forgot, I failed to collect, I apologize.
1: Um, so, I've narrowed it down to two. Okay. Um, and I'm going to go with Coming to You Live. You're gonna go with coming to you live. That's yeah, my decision. All right, coming and then
0: well, then we'll see whether or not you can get that if I specifically, can get it. yeah, or if you've got to sort of you know fiddle around with it with some underscores right. and some, some you know dashes, stars,
1: some money signs,
0: yeah. something like that. Right? But all right, so it should be coming to you live, and uh, you will begin that process when? Do you think uh, tonight? Tonight. So if uh, somebody with the uh, Scouse's House Soccer Lew City themed podcast uh, uh, Twitter handle. Hopefully coming to you live, starts following you tonight. You know that it is our boy Andy, and uh, that's that's exciting stuff. And one of his first tweets can be a picture of our tats. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's, that's great.
1: great. And uh, and then days. a tweet every three months after that. Right? Uh, that's a that sounds
0: about right. <laughs> that sounds about right. But you'll be it's just one more place for you to stalk people online. Exactly, so, exactly. Um, and there's a lot of good information on there if you're following the right people. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think that's really everything we had to cover tonight. Did you have anything else no, on your it. mind? No. Well, then I don't have anything else going on, and I'll just say that uh, I enjoyed our first postseason podcast. That's was good. We're trying to keep all of them in this uh, time range, except uh, when we bring on some guests, and I'm going to yeah. try to get some guests guests yeah. for the offseason. I've got two weeks to, to try right. to book somebody. What else
1: are they doing? You know, and, yeah, the if you, they if they to happen
0: to that. be in town, I'm going to try to book some big-name <laughs> guests and there are a number of guys that I tried to get throughout the season that I didn't get to have, and uh, just for scheduling conflicts. And we'll try to get to all of them during the off season. Hundred and nine days, everybody. Hundred and nine days until kickoff. Kick so uh, until that extremely happy moment, Andy and I only ever have one way to finish a podcast, and that's by saying,
1: "Go City."